An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. It's our final Food News of 2022. What a year it's been for Food News and in, in that it existed. It didn't happen at all it last is here. year. Yeah. 2021, no Food News. 2022, Food News. Great news. It'll continue in 2023. So something to look forward to. All right. Let's get into the news. Last week, we tested Panettone and Jacoby, or that was two weeks ago, excuse me. Jacoby learned about Panettone. Uh, It turns out it's a global phenomenon and there's a lot of questions over who, quote, owns Panettone. This is from the New York Times. Jacoby, were you surprised at the widespread interest in this bread that we just taste tested for the first time? Well, listeners of Food News know that I'm not a Panettone fan, number one. Did not taste good to me. Number two, um, <clears throat> the New York Times can <clears throat> turn anything into like a 4,000-word article. <laughs> like, this is this is a one-paragraph story. But they go on and on and on about the Panettone, which I, I think no one should claim Panettone. No one should want to own Panettone. Because <laughs> it's, it's not, not good. good. So the question is here, like, is it still Italian and do Italians make it the best? Like, this is sort of like Italy wants to do a panettone, what France just did to the baguette, which is exactly own it. And according to the New York Times, a lot of other places have something to say about that. They've kind of turned this into like a World Cup story as well, because the other major... <laughs> very good point. It's very other... World Cup-ish. Poland is involved. It's like, what? Argentina's involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spain. A lot of other countries that also sent teams to, to Doha this year. So um, anyway, 
the Italian government is trying really hard to hold on to it. Also, like the French with champagne. I would just say the Italians need to consult the French. Like the the French have done a really fucking good job of branding like yes. universal foods, like yes. the baguette and champagne. Um, in 2005, the Italian government also tried to dictate the ingredients, and they decreed that natural fermentation is required to produce panettone labeled "Made in Italy." But if no one cares about the label. You're shit out of luck. So you I don't sure know what to tell you. Also, no one should care about penitone. I've never heard of this until three weeks ago. Never in my life, in my entire life. I'm 44. I liked it, but I would be happy to continue along um, without ever having penitone again. Although I will, I do think it'd be really good for making French toast. Like, do people do that? Do they, you know, douse it in eggs and then it make just, French it toast? It seems it's a brioche bun with shit in it is what it is. Here's the thing, though. You don't like brioche. And I think that is an interesting opinion. I feel like I've been really mean to you lately. So I'm trying to be nicer by calling you. You're not doing a great job. Let's be interesting honest. Interesting instead <laughs> we're, of we're, bad. We're two minutes into this podcast. <laughs> you're like, I'm trying to be nice to you, but everything you say is wrong. I was just trying to not straight up insult you, but brioche is beloved, Jacoby. It's just weird that you don't by like it. Whom? Many people. It's like a delicacy. Certainly the French, the owners of the baguette. A delicacy. A delicacy. <laughs> Brioche is a delicacy. They do sell it basically at every grocery store. I think you're getting delicatessen and delicacy mixed up. (laughs) I like both. Because if you can get it on any street corner, it can't be a delicacy. (laughs) Fine. I will say, Panettone is not as like dense or um, moist as brioche. I prefer brioche. Where do you stand on the word moist? No opinion. I have no problem with it either. Many people do. Some I, people do. It's, it's no, like cilantro. Like those people, are like I cannot eat cilantro. You know those people, are like <laughs> yeah. is there cilantro tastes in this? Like, so. like why? Like it tastes like metal to me. I'm like what? <laughs> it's like there's certain people. It's like genetic or something. It's like no nope, cilantro is poison. I'm like what? <laughs> I was sitting next to somebody recently, personal food news, and at the table over there, like is there any cilantro in this dish? It was a pasta <laughs> dish. They're like, no. They're like, I cannot have cilantro. I was like, what is going on at that table over there? Some people are like that with the word moist. Yes. Uh, I have no problem with it, so I'm going to keep using it. Anyway, brioche is a more moist panettone, and I like both. But whatever. The point is, Italy is losing its hold on panettone. Should if they ever had it at all. But like, I think they can. I think they can course correct. My, I think they take. really lose their hold on panettone when we start calling it panettone. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, well, we're still calling it panettone, so I feel like they've got a little bit of a, of a foot in the door. I would not have known had Bobby Wagner not corrected I my have, pronunciation. I, I've never heard of it before in my entire <laughs> life, so I don't know anything about panettone. I think that I'm aware of like all these Christmas things that I just I'm like, what is that? But never like carry on. But but maybe because like you have your own Christmas traditions, you don't look at it from like. Like uh, I'm, like, you know, I'm like looking through the glass window, and and by uh, the way, I'm happy to look through the glass as window. As we've like, established, you have more Christmas traditions than I do, and you are Jewish, <laughs> so we've that's true. That. I yes. just learned about a new Christmas tradition, which is like putting like one light in your window. No, no, not a thing. No, not a thing. <laughs> Never heard of that in my life. Nope. Okay. One light in your window. What, what is that? I'll send you pictures off off the pod. Uh, please do not. <laughs> Next. It's another TikTok trend that is completely ridiculous. The lion diet. It's been billing itself as a, quote, healing elimination diet. It consists of eating nothing but meat, salt, and water for 30 days. I think this is like the third or fourth, like, story like this that we've covered in the last year. You're not inventing this, people, and it's not good it's for you. keto. This also, is keto. This is like Philly man, basically. He, he essentially did man. the same thing. You yeah, it's Philly man. man? 
Well, Philly Man, remember the Philly Man too? The chickens, the rotisserie chickens. Oh yeah, Philly Man. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. He did a version of that. And yeah. and Liver King. I mean, this isn't new. And like, who's still falling for this? Obviously, it doesn't work. And don't do it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Guess what? Um, meat is delicious. If it, no meat, salt, and water, those are the three <laughs> things you can eat. But also, it's like it's only specific meats. It's like it's like a bison and lamb. It's like what are we doing now? This sounds expensive. This sounds very expensive. <laughs> also. This the the woman who started it. Her name is uh, Michaela Peterson, and she had a lot of different, um, I think, like physical ailments and, uh, and, and yeah, it's such a gnarly story. Like, let's not. I, I, I have I have thoughts about Michaela's history, and I feel very bad for her. She was chronically ill, and she had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, just like horrible. She had and all kinds of issues. She probably all had kinds of issues a really hard time life. growing up. And yeah, I, I wish her the best. But I think that like just because something may give may work for her based on her very specific physiology doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone else. So I don't know. Watch a few more TikTok videos before you decide to do it yourself. Yeah, guess what? How about just like eat healthy? That's all. <laughs> yeah, that too. I'm going to start a new TikTok trend. Eat healthy. Fruits and vegetables. <laughs> That's a really good one. <laughs> Great idea. I'm trending um, already. Okay, let's move on. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. This one video was sent to us like a million times. Do you check your Instagram DMs, Jacoby? No. You don't? No. Really? Only the ones that are like from people I know. The like huh. request ones. My DMs are not popping at all. Huh. Okay, but maybe you get food news stuff now though. Do you ever check? No, I do not check. All right. Well, many people sent me this New York Times cooking video on Instagram of Priya Krishna, who is heard on Recipe Club with Dave Chang and Chris Yang, um, going to see hot dogs being made. And um, we have talked about hot dogs many a time, and we are permanently scarred by the great hot dog truck wreck of 2022. And I would not say the opening frames of this video changed my mind. It looked still disgusting, this pink goo. I have to say, first of all, any video that you click on, it says 14 minutes and 34 seconds. It's like, <laughs> who is the audience for this? Like, what are we doing? That might, it might as well that- be like four hours because there's no chance I'm watching the whole thing. No chance. However, as someone who watched, I don't know, four or five minutes of it and scrolled through it, it didn't turn me off of hot dogs. Huh. What got you back in? Like, was there just, it like looks sanitary or? The professionals that work there and the passion that they had for the hot dog taste and the seasoning. And they're like, mm-hmm. Dude, we don't put anything weird in here. It's just beef. I was like, yeah. ah. It kind of got me back in on hot dogs. Okay. Okay. Well, I understand that they only use beef, but some places use a blend of beef and pork, and they didn't show that in the video, probably because it's too disgusting. And nevertheless, I don't think I want beef that looks like a pink like foam cushion, like pink like wall insulation before I eat it. I don't know. I, it did I'm kind of look in. like wall. In- wow. It did kind of look like that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> Yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. Do you know what's poisonous? Wall insulation. <laughs> but the hot dog, at the end, she ate the hot dog. And she's like, oh, I can like sense the smoke and the garlic and the beef. And I was like, mm, that sounds good. It sounds good. It sounds good. <laughs> I'm in on hot dogs after watching this. All right. That's good. At least, at least one of Welcome us Welcome back, is. hot dogs. It's been a There's tough um, go for us on Food News, but we are back. My brother texted me on that note that there is like a glizzy store, like something called like the glizzy shop opening in nope, Williamsburg. Cannot do it. Cannot it's do called it. Glizzy's, a late night hot dog spot. Williamsburg uh-uh. is the tryhard of rest of neighborhoods, and it's like just stop. No, it's called Glizzy's NYC. No, thank you. I agree. 
I, I also I don't use the term glizzy because I'm like really old, and if I tried, I would sound yeah. like an idiot. I'm so old that anything that's open late, like a late night, I'm like I'm out, I'm out. I had a dinner <laughs> reservation yesterday with my friends at five forty five. That's I'm gonna say six thirty dinner is my ideal time yeah. to eat dinner. <laughs> five thirty? You kidding me? <laughs> Twenty when minutes. When I was in college, the dining hall opened at four forty five, and we would we would get there at four forty six. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> like really important to be first. All right, let's go next on to the White Lotus. What do you think of the finale, Jacoby? Um, I like shows that I like, and I like Shh. that show. So Same. I have no notes. I enjoyed it. I love everything it. about it. And I am very happy that Jennifer Coolidge character passed because I want that torch to be passed as well. I'm excited to, to see who is going to be the next White Lotus incarnation. Well, Greg's still alive. Anyway, I loved White Lotus as well. I've had so many, like, honestly, interesting conversations about it. It's one of the best shows I've seen in quite some time. Wow. Um, one thing people commented on a lot is... obviously not watching House of Ho, so there you go. <laughs> no, I'm not. How is that? It's awesome. What network is it on? Shout out to Washington. HBO Max. First of all, oh. HBO, H, the HBO brand has been sullied by House of Ho. Like it's <laughs> someone somewhere is in a boardroom being like, we are HBO, the home box office. All right. We cannot have this trash bling empire knockoff in our programming portfolio. And someone else is like, oh, look at the numbers. It does numbies. Blink Empire is also bad. Um, uh, no, one not. of the complaints Disagree. about White Lotus is that the the really rich people ate dinner and breakfast every day in the dining room at the restaurant for, for the most part. That as well. Um, I saw someone tweet, like, that's the point. They're all, like, unimaginative, un, uninterest, uninterested, or uncurious rich people. But then the LA Times took it a step further and really dug into the menu at the restaurant, they or the hotel they were staying at, which you can go to. I have to say... Like, Sicily's awesome. People should go. But, like, you probably need to wait a few years. It's going to be overrun for the next few years because of this television show. Have you been to Sicily? I have. It's awesome. I, I can tell. You're like, Sicily's <laughs> awesome, by the way. It is. Just FYI. It is. Who's been to Sicily? <laughs> My friends Aaron and Graham got married there, and I went. It was a great time. Wow. I really loved it. And there's, like, a lot of old stuff. Anyway, it was filmed at the Four Seasons San Domin Dominica Palace in Terramina, which is where Mount Etna is. It is discussed in the show. And it's a really fucking good uh, restaurant there. It's Michelin starred. It's, like, really fancy. Um, they have things like suckling pig and really fancy-sounding peaches. They have, like, a lot of fish and all this shit. Here's the thing. I didn't see anyone gain weight on this vacation at the White Lotus. And if you're eating at this restaurant... Ooh, I like that. I every like that. meal, every dinner, and having that breakfast buffet, you are gaining weight. Like, you're getting some vacation pounds, and that's okay. Vacation is for indulging, but, like, that's a heavy meal all the time. I've never thought of this, but I definitely have experienced this, where I'm, like, work out before vacation to, like, get skinny, but, like, by day three, I'm just, like... Bloated Blown and in. gross. Yeah, you're <laughs> so bliss. All the drinking, you're like, yeah, well, it's like, like high not salt sleeping content. and not yeah. caring. And like, <laughs> like, what about like the first day of vacation? You work out like that morning. You're like, oh, I'm gonna work out every day on this vacation. And crush by day it. five, you just like, completely gave up. Like, like, we didn't see Ethan go running by by episodes like five, six, and seven. So even he gave up. You know. Shout to Ethan. He's a morning guy. Yeah, a morning guy. He's a He's morning guy. <laughs> Ethan's a morning guy. <laughs> a morning solo guy. Um. Anyway, this restaurant sounds pretty good. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't eat every but meal. I think at the it's restaurant. unfair to be like, oh, they My ate because it's not that hotel. It's the White Lotus. Yeah, 
So the idea that this exact same restaurant exists with the exact same menu just kind of is a little false to me. And also... It's a false premise, sure. I can't stay at one hotel, one restaurant, one table, one staff for that long. I cannot do that. I cannot I do think that. Of those, of those items that you just mentioned, what's the biggest disincentive? The food, the location, or the staff? The actual like walls and seats and just mm. like going to the same exact place bothers me. I would feel a lot of pressure related to my relationships with the servers and like the people I was interacting with there. I was like, we're, we're just like having to talk a lot and I hope you still like me. And like, what if you don't leave a good tip at every meal? It's just like a lot goes into that. You would feel pressure from that. <laughs> yeah, I'd feel stressed about it. Stress and anxiety. That's yes. the source of your stress and anxieties. Is- it would be a source of stress and anxiety on this vacation. Yes, it would be. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are you really surprised by that? Come on. No, not at all. But it's just, I just, well, sometimes I want to recognize just, you know, because you can alleviate all of that with money. You can just tip them well every time and there'll be no stress and anxiety. Yeah, and, and I guess if you're staying you. there, you just assume that you can. All right, let's move on. This was fun. This was fun for uh, Halloween. So I'm excited to get into it for Christmas. Was it for Halloween? Christmas cookies. Did we do Christmas candy? Yes, we did. No, we did uh, most popular candy per state. Per state. Well, this is yeah, most and it was popular. A, it was full of shit, by the way. It was like Skittles were like number one on like most states. It's like, this is just the lies. And again, this is another bullshit list, which but I yeah, can't believe yeah, we're acknowledging. As, as journalists, we should be ashamed of ourselves. Well, this is... Mike this, Morgan, how do you let us do this? How do you let us do this list? No, no, no. Let's not blame Mike. Let's blame Google because it's a Google Trends mm. um, map based on Google search trends. And it's the most popular cookies by state. There's a alarming number of people on the East Coast of the United States who are looking for Italian Christmas cookies. Are those, like, really that good? What are they? No shots at Italian people, obviously. I don't even know what they are. I don't know either. After my Panettone experience, I'm out on all things Italian. You know what? After White Lotus and the Panettone experience, I'm out on Italy. Sorry, Italy. You're done. You know when you you go to an Italian bakery and they have, like, those cases of just, like, all different kinds of sugar cookies? Some are, like, a sandwich. No, I do not. You lived in Brooklyn, man. They've got some great Italian bakeries there. They do, I would, but they were not by me. <laughs> okay. Well, you can find some there. California mini Christmas cookies. Is that a diet thing playing into what stereotypes about LA? Like, what's going on? Mini? What, I, this whole list, I think, is bullshit. There's a gingerbread cookie, and then there's a huge gap, and everything else is just lies. Texas has a cookie I've never heard of. A Springerly cookie. What the fuck is that? What is it? a Springerly cookie? <laughs> I don't know. Royal it's... icing? What is royal icing cookie? And then Mike Wargon, before the show, we're prepping. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a real thing. Royal icing cookie is a real what thing. What is it? Oh, my God. Mike just showed, he's showing me images of a Springerling cookie. It's basically like a, a bas-relief painting that you would find in a museum, but it's a yeah, cookie. It's like, it's like a wafer cookie. It's like a biscuit, and it has, like, designs on it. Art. Like, real art. <laughs> yeah. None of this exists. South German cookie. I've heard of East Germany, West Germany, no South Germany. No, this is all fake. <laughs> you know what? We're never do- you know what? I'm quitting this podcast if we do none of these stupid state-by-state lists. I, I'm not I doing like this it. anymore. I quit. I quit. I like it. I will also just say that the New York one is Linzer cookies. I'm oh, sorry. That's Massachusetts. I take it back. I was going to, I had an explanation, but now I don't get You're it. You're just so getting I- so confused between your various different home states. Exactly. That's correct. I claim four states. New York. California, Illinois, and Massachusetts. Illinois. I went to college there. I liked okay. it. 
Let's move on. Tom Hanks, the man who really made COVID real and concrete. Thank you for bringing that up. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw his name on the rundown. I was like, (laughs) Tom Hanks, like really just an influencer. You know, there's two people in this world who made us realize, at least here in America, that this was legit. Rudy Tom Gobert. Hanks and Rudy Gobert. Yes. Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. COVID would not exist if it was not for Rudy Gobert and Tom Hanks. We would never have had a lockdown if it Donovan Mitchell had not happened. gotten so mad at Rudy Gobert. Yes, exactly. And Australia was not so strict about uh, quarantining. And so therefore, Tom Hanks had to like go somewhere for a long time. Anyway, he's healthy again, guys. And I believe the movie that he was shooting when he got said COVID is about to come out. Um, I've seen some trailers for it. Toy Story well, 5? What'd you say? Toy Story 5? Uh, I think it's um, A Man Called Ove or some, oh. or whatever. That was like a popular book that I did not read. Um, anyway, Tom Hanks is getting into the coffee game. He is uh, doing a com- uh, coffee. Did I say comedy? I meant to say coffee. You said comedy. <laughs> did I? Yes, you did. <laughs> I meant to say coffee. Do I have a do I have like aphasia or something? I don't even know what aphasia is, but you probably have it. <laughs> well, he's getting into the coffee business and all the proceeds will go to the military. Um <laughs> I'm disturbed by myself. Anyway, uh yeah, 100% of the profits are going to organizations that benefits that benefit veterans. Um and he has like this brand that he's like signs his tweets this way too, H A N X Hanks. Um, Ooh, and he ex- seems like something that Chet would do. Seems very Chet, not Tom. That seems very Chet, not Tom. Uh, he's extending that brand to include this coffee. So, all right, can I go negative on this? Like, this is a celebrity supporting the troops. It seems unassailable, but I will, I will, I will take this on. Just give money to the troops. You don't have to set up a fake coffee brand. There's I plenty agree. of coffee out there in the world. Just, just donate the money that you have. That's a great point. You do I not know. need to set up a coffee brand and donate 100% of the profits to the troops. Just give the money to the troops. We don't need the coffee part. Cut out the middle person and people and coffee. The middle, middle coffee. We don't need that. I completely agree with you. Like, it costs money to make money, as, as everyone knows. And so don't try to make minutes. money. Just give money. It's... Just- Wow, it costs money to make money, as everyone knows. Don't try to make money, just give money. <laughs> that was either the smartest or the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my life, but like, I can't tell which. So I'm gonna go smartest. Thank you so much. All right, one more story before we get into our taste test. I did not know this, and this is important information for your holidays, people. Diet Coke will get you drunker faster than regular Coke if you're using it as a mixer. Jacoby, Wild did story. you ever know this? No, I, I I mean, this didn't make any sense until I watched the video. <laughs> um, what'd you learn from the video? She drinks four drinks in a half an hour and then blows a 0.08.8, which I found interesting because I feel like four drinks in a half an hour should get you drunker than that. And should, you should definitely not be able to get behind a wheel of a vehicle after four drinks in a half an hour. Think about that. That is approximately uh, one drink every seven and a half minutes. That's a lot. Yeah. First of all, my math is perfect right there. I think it's one drink every hour or half an hour, did you say? Half, half an, an hour. hour. She drank yeah, four drinks right. in a half an hour. And Are with, you a math with regular Coke, she blew like a 0.06, whatever. Like that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Also, one thing I've never really understood about like this like legal limit stuff is I, f- I feel drunk usually after like two drinks. And so like two. from 
for me, one, a sip. Yeah, <laughs> half. I would say half. I'm putting you like 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6 drinks, Juliet's hammered. I think that it should be like proportional to something else. Like your legal limit is not the same as my legal limit. Great point. This is a great point by you. It's like <laughs> we could each take three shots of whiskey right now. And, and you'd be I totally would be functional. Fine, and you would just be, I would call passed an ambulance out. for you. Yeah, yeah. I'd be passed <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should not, blood sense. alcohol should not be how we do this. I completely agree. Anyway, the, I'm going to need a little bit more evidence outside of TikTok, but this is intriguing to me. I, I, you know, maybe people will try this in, in like Christmas Eve, you use Coke, Chris, di- uh, Christmas Day, you do Diet Coke, see what the difference is. Pound drinks in the same way. Am I encouraging this? No. Would I no. like to hear about it if you do it? Yes. Yes. And if you want to tell us about it, you can call 646-STEW-138. <laughs> All right. Should we do our taste test? Yes, we should. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Jedi are being murdered. On June 4th, Star Wars returns only on Disney+. Plus. I didn't do it. Believe me. She was my student. Let me be the one to bring her in. Now she is a student of the dark side. An acolyte. Star Wars The Acolyte. Two episode premiere June 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. Today, we are tasting... Sake. As as discussed on our food news field trip, I don't do great with sake, so I'm a little bit nervous. But apparently you love sake bombs, but as we I learned. I love sake bombs. <laughs> it's like, you know, we'll we'll see. So this is called Sake High. Um, it was sent us by Brenna and Joey, who sent us a really 
honestly quite a nice note saying that they have been fans since 2015, back in the Grantland days, our first time doing this pod together. They launched this in 2022. They met in Michigan in kindergarten and didn't date until their 20s. That's really cute. And oh, now, God, that is cute. Now this is enjoyed in 80-plus locations, including 50 in Michigan. You can also order it online. Um, and so, you know, they're really excited about this. It's a canned sake that launched this year in Venice. It's all brewed in Japan. It's gluten-free, sulfite-free, and tannin-free. And it gives you a stronger and cleaner Oh, tannin-free. Don't even know what that is. <laughs> Neither, but I'm slightly excited. <laughs> I'm glad it's not there. <laughs> it's not slightly. I'm very. I'm reading this note. The sake is slightly fruity with notes of umame. Oh. Each can has two drinks in it, so it's perfect for pregames, roadies, beach, or mountains. I'm really like, they're, right, they're shilling for them right now. Yeah, they sent us some stuff, too. They sent us also, oh, you look well. Yeah, thank you. They sent us some some stickers. I like stickers in general. You should bring these home to your kids. They're cool stickers. Nope. No? All right. Are your kids into stickers? Sip it like a beer, drink it like a shot, mix it like a cocktail. Ooh. so it's, I like that. Me too. It's just really all-purpose. 15% alcohol by volume. Oh, wow. wow. That's, that's pretty And it's heavy. a small can. So 15% alcohol by volume, seven ounces. So if it's a 12-ounce can, that's going to get you to like 8% alcohol. Wow. This is packs a punch. Um... Are you doing the math? Yeah, I'm right. I just thought that like that always meant that no matter what, it's always 15%. What? Like the percentage doesn't change, like the volume changes. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> of course it's always 15%. If you have a gallon or if you have a drop, it's still gonna be 15% alcohol. Yeah, that's not what you just said. No, but I'm saying I'm trying to translate it to a beer. So if it was a 12 ounce, they're giving us seven, seven ounce. This is ridiculous. They're giving us seven <laughs> ounces. If it was 12 ounces and it was this and Whatever. It would still be 15%. The listeners know what I'm talking about. This is <laughs> comparable to a 12-ounce beer that is 8%. It's the same amount of booze. I see. Okay. God, you guys don't have no faith in me. I'm right about this. People listening at home <laughs> are like, said- Jacoby's right. He makes perfect sense. You guys are looking at me like an idiot. Call in and say, Jacoby's right. He makes perfect sense. Yes. 646 All right. Cheers, man. Cheers. You guys are the worst. Mm. Okay. I like it. It does. T- it does taste like cleaner and purer than like other beverages. You know what? I do like that. I, do, I it, You can like tell. I like that. Like you can tell. Like it's like it's like the Brita water of sake. I can't have more. I'll get drunk. Really? Yeah, I didn't have lunch yet. I so. can have more. All right, chug, chug, chug. All right. Well, thank you, Brenna and Joey. This is good. Sake high. This is good. I don't think anyone's really sort of like. I like immediately feel this because it's so clear. Like I feel it in my stomach. Well, you should probably have some lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. This pod's about to get spicy. Should we get into some personal food news? Yes. Well, on the topic of beverages that won't get me drunk, but will get you fucked up, kind of. Did you see that video of this woman um, who doesn't drink caffeine and then went to Panera and got like the Panera charged iced tea that turned out to be caffeinated? Did not see that, no. There was a, I meant to send this. I'm sorry. There was a video of this woman who was like so freaked out. Like she, she was like, I feel like I've just done drugs. And she basically had caffeine for like the first time ever because she got iced tea at Panera and then was caffeinated because she didn't know it was charged. Anyway, I went to Panera a couple of days ago and I first of all took note of these charged iced teas and I was like, huh, mm. like maybe I should try this or I think it was juice actually it was not iced tea that's why she was so surprised um but also Panera still is offering the like the drink club like $12 a month for unlimited drinks and Panera is opening on the Upper West Side which is an area I go to frequently so I'm like is it time that I join the Panera Beverage Club 
No, it just seems it just seems <laughs> fake. It is like the Olive Garden of beverages. No, do not do that. I went to Panera yesterday, as a matter of fact, and you did? I asked if they had a ginger tea, and they had a ginger lemon honey tea, and it was amazing. Panera has However, great beverages. No tea bag. And I'm at the barbershop, and I get to the bottom of the tea, and a bunch of ginger just flies into my mouth. So it was like, fresh like, brewed? What are we doing here? Wait, what? It was fresh brewed? I don't know what it was, but there's huh. a gang of ginger in my drink that went into my mouth, and I'm in the barber chair, so I had to like spit it into the trash can. It was very traumatic. I gotta say, I'm shocked to hear that you went to Panera yesterday. I thought I was like so unique by going to Panera a couple days ago. You wait. I'm sorry. Say it again. You thought you were unique by going to Panera. <laughs> well, it's not like a New York City thing. Which one did you go to? It was by my place. I don't know. Like oh, huh. I didn't know there was. I guess they're expanding something. rapidly. Um, also, I had an awesome salad at Panera. I don't know. I just really the whole experience exceeded my expectations. Two. Well, I'm glad minutes. that I moved away from the Le Pain Cadotien because I still do not understand what they're good at. I don't know how that is a a functioning I franchise. Like, in I the like world. their coffee. Uh, I think it's like not that functioning. Anyway, what's your personal food news, Jacoby? I uh, went and saw Avatar. Amazing film. Can't wait to see it. Great film. And when I go to the movies, I'm trying to make this quick. I, I had two of my children. One of them was at a birthday party. So I get the trays and I put, I get one large popcorn and drinks for everybody. And I pour the popcorn into the tray. And the guy was like, bro, you can just get the combo deal and get two candies for free. And I was like, I don't want to give my children candy. It's 1030 in the morning. Do they hear him say that? Yes. Ugh. So I had to get candy and ended up oh, getting no. beef jerky at the movie theater. Wait, what? Is that candy? Beef jerky? Yes. It was fantastic. Did you it was think the so too? softest, freshest, best beef jerky I had ever had. And it was not stolen from New Mexico. I, fantastic beef jerky experience great at the movie back. theater. That was my first callback. Um, I don't think I've had beef jerky in like a really long time. I think I've only had it on Food News 1.0. Was it like, really? Was it like house-made beef jerky? Like, what was going on? No, it was just really soft and huh. supple. And every time I eat beef jerky, I put that little um, uh, pouch of poison in my mouth because I think it's jerky. Because <laughs> I'm just grabbing and putting it in my mouth. It's, I'm, I'm like 85% of the time I have beef jerky, seconds. I end up almost killing myself. Suicide um, jerky. It was delicious. Is it Slim Jim beef jerky? Yes, I would call that beef jerky. Yeah. Okay. I never really knew. All right, well... Good to know. Maybe I'll check out this beef jerky one time. Um, let's get into today's personal food news. We've run out of time. We already did that. Whoops. Okay. Let's get into today's personal food news. Listener food news, right? That's what we're going Bro. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. How good is this book? Let's get into today's listener food news. Hey guys, huge fan of the show. Juliet, I feel like you are my long lost best friend. Hmm. Anyway, oh, nice. my food news is ironically this morning, listening to the end of food news, I spilt my smoothie in a glass cup and it broke and smoothie was all over the floor um, and in the crevices of my um, baseboards. So my question for you guys is what do you think the hardest food item to clean up is? Thanks. Love the show. Wow. All right, there's a lot to unpack there. First of all, why aren't we fucking friends? Okay? <laughs> like, why aren't we friends? You, you, oh, you and Juliet are best friends, but we're not Mike, even what was that friends? person's name? I don't know that person's name. Did we're not she best leave friends. her name? She care about me. Huh, okay. And I have an answer for her, beet juice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Beet juice. Stains. 
That's rough. Yeah, beet juice is a tough one. I, I've never had beet juice in my home, but now I never will. Because I don't want the mess. Um, side note on smoothies. Last week, my brother and I went out for breakfast and I like wanted some smoothie, but not all smoothie because I wanted an actual breakfast. And we split one. And it was like, why can't you just order half a smoothie? You split a smoothie? Yeah. I was like, can we just get an extra glass? And then I Do also got breakfast. you think a smoothie is going to fill you up so much that you no longer want breakfast? No, I just like didn't. No, I, I, I wanted breakfast, but I just didn't want to feel like I was having two meals. So we split a smoothie and it was just like a very, high, a very caloric juice instead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we won't be getting beet juice. Thank you all for listening to us this year. Thank you to Mike Wargon for producing this episode. Jacoby, yes. don't worry about that, that caller. We're best friends, right? So we're good. Me and you? you? And yeah, you and I. Where am I? I know you power rank everything. Like, where am I now? You're my number one food news co-host, so. Mm. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.